It's time once again for the greatest podcast this side of the Mississippi. Now with Les Salmonella, the Shufflebox Podcast. Here's your hosts, Alex Big Dog Vallejos and Hugh Hefner Marcelo Crow. Folks, welcome back to the Shufflebox podcast this week. I'm your host, Alex, the Big Dog Vallejos, along with Marcelo. Hello, everybody. It's uh, it's good to be back and not feeling like like hell, because we were feeling bad last... Uh... Past, past two podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I know we did, uh, we did Grindhouse, but uh, man, um, Grindhouse itself was way better than the one before, but we, we were both still feeling a bit ill, but I feel like now we're past the worst of it. Yeah, we're, I think we're finally, I mean, still lingering for me a little bit, uh, but way, way better yeah. than uh, what it was. Yeah, and also I, I mixed um, up the uh, the movies. We're doing uh, Machete first and then Hobo with the Shotgun. I think I've said it differently on past podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah, today's episode, we are focusing on Machete from the trailer uh, of the original Grindhouse. It's the... Uh, Danny Trejo, uh, ex-cartel working for the United States government, uh, for what? What was his motivation in the movie? It was for documentation, like in in cash. No, it was just a hit. It was just a hit. He was going to be double crossed. Oh, okay. So well, yes, we'll get, but I, I forget. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Um, I know but, we're both sick, but you were saying before how you just watched like a bunch of like shitty movies. Oh yeah. So being sick, I. I like to put movies on where I don't care and I want to fall asleep. And I, I'm like, I, I won't care about the plot. But there was one that I uh, I was telling you a little bit about this, I think last week sometime. Uh, it, it was called, it's called Bingo Hell. I, I found it on, uh, on Amazon Prime video. And I'm like, all right, I'll fall asleep to this. And then I woke up in the middle of this just very awful, like, jackpot winning scene mm-hmm. and uh i was like what in the hell is this so i ended up restarting and actually watching the movie after i took a, a nap and oh my god it was a, a, once again another a, a terrible film just a very very bad film like it's a bunch of old folks like growing up in a neighborhood like they grew up in a neighborhood and now the area is like you know like it, it's dying people are moving businesses are going out you know the the there's hooligans and gang members kind of in the streets but these old seniors they still do bingo every night and everyone in the community knows them by name and respects them but then the bingo hall gets bought out and it turns out the devil is running the bingo hall this sounds and uh, they give away they give away cash prizes usually they're getting like gift cards to you know Sam's general store but now they're getting like a thousand dollar cash prize, and then they're like, "Come back tomorrow for a bigger prize," and it's a hundred thousand dollars. And they're like, "Where are they getting this money?" There's only like five of us playing, and then there's the million dollar prize. But that's when the city fights back, and uh, and they do, and they kill the devil. I mean, there's other people that die too. Like one of the old men, he's hallucinating because he won the bingo. And uh, 
he's like drinking beer in his garage. He like he re- he uh like regenerates old cars. He's like I'm gonna finally regenerate my daddy's whatever. And once again, these are all old folks. So in his mind, he's like drinking beer and he's like revving up the engine and fixing the engine. And he finally got this vehicle fixed for the first time in 50 years. And then it cuts to like the reality where he's drinking motor oil and then like sticking his hand in uh, the engine and getting it chopped off. And it's like, what in the hell am I watching? Uh, But yeah, then like, I think her name's Lupita, our protagonist, uh, with the help of her like neighbor's grandson or something like they kill the devil and everyone goes back to regular bingo. And I watched all of it from start to finish. That sounds like a movie. It was not. It was. I I'm like, I I'm like, dude, if these movies can get made, I'm like, we can definitely get a movie made. Oh, agreed. I don't it's just finding. I'm funding. like, I don't under, No, Exactly. It's like, I don't, and Amazon, they, they buy it up and they just put it out and it's included. Um, it, and it's not even on So free. it depends. Sometimes I think Amazon does it to where they buy them out, but I think you can actually even submit stuff to Amazon because I know you can actually submit stuff to Tubi and they, they'll put it for consideration. One, two. And then now Amazon has that deal with like Freebie where they put all kinds of movies that aren't included with Prime, but as long as you watch commercials on Amazon, I'm like. Man, this is something else. But yeah, I can't believe I watched that. And then I tried to watch uh, Jonah Hex, but I fell asleep. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that is not. I a woke good up movie. at the end. I know it's not. That's why I put it on. I heard very bad things about it. And then I woke up, and it was at the end. It was like Jonah, we want you to be the sheriff of the United States. And then he he like turns it down, and he's like, these people can't be. I can't sheriff the whole United States. That's not a job for me. And the movie ends. I'm like, I'm so glad I missed all of this movie. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, what is like, Mr. President, I can't accept this position. The people can't be sheriffed or something like something a lot like, all right, cool, man. I'm like, great. And I didn't know Megan Fox was in it. I didn't see her once for the, the time I was sleeping and waking up to it. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, um, it's a it's a terrible fucking movie. I actually, um, back when it came out, and I was actually in uh, in community college at the time. Part of that paper, I wrote a review for Jonah Hex, which just was just uh, it was not as obviously it wasn't a good review. And I was actually excited for the film just because the filmmakers, uh, the guys who wrote the screenplay for Neville Dean and Taylor, they actually did Crank and all that. So I was kind of excited to see what they were going to do and. I, it was it is it was fucking terrible. DC hasn't had good luck with movies, man. Oh, completely. Just, just, just Batman. In I guess I guess Henry Cavill's Superman too, but uh, Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. All right. What uh, I heard good and bad things about the first one. Oh, did you have you not seen either of the Suicide Squads? No, I've seen the second oh, one. Okay, fully. You didn't see the one with Will Smith. And then, uh, no, is that the one where they fight like a god or something like Doomsday? Not Doomsday, but something like that. Like, no, they uh, they fight uh, the the guy's girlfriend who is like who somehow inhabited a god. 
That's I'm like, yeah, she's like an Egyptian god yeah. or something. Maybe I, I think I have seen that one. Also, for, yeah. also the first movie oh. wasn't wasn't too bad of uh, Wonder Woman. Um, Watchmen is great. Uh, v for Vendetta. Wait, that's oh, I didn't know V for Vendetta. But yeah, what the Watchmen's phenomenal. V for Vendetta, I do like. I didn't know it was a comic book movie. Uh, I thought it was just a story. I'm trying to see what else have, like has DC done now. Is it the first Shazam wasn't too bad. Yeah, I did like Shazam. Uh, I liked Justice League, but no one else did. Um, yeah, it was, it was. I wasn't a fan. I don't think I've watched like that since it, I saw the the director's cut of Jack Jack Snyder's one that's like four hours long. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right. Um, Aquaman was not good. Uh, Birds of, uh, Birds of Prey wasn't too bad. Birds of Prey was fun. I did like that one. Um, I know I'm looking at all okay, these other enough. ones like yeah, they're hey, not. I mean, fair enough. The greatest. I didn't see League of Super Pets, but I heard the all right things about it. I heard it was. I heard it was funny. Um, I liked the Flash movie that came out. No one else did because of the stupid CGI. But I'm like, if you get over the goofy aspect, I thought it was a decent story. Uh, I have yet to see it, and I also have yet to see Blue Beetle. Yeah, I, haven't seen I actually either. heard good things about Blue Beetle. I heard it was pretty okay. Right? Yeah, I want to just see crazy uh, George Lopez and uh, Grandma with a minigun from the yeah, trailer. Had, I, I just want to see that. You had said that. You, that's the only reason you're seeing it is just George Lopez in a in a mullet. Exactly. Yeah, George Lopez in a mullet with a stash, and then Granny's like, "How about these frijoles?" And she's holding a huge ass minigun. It's like okay. Ike <laughs> Azul. Uh, I'm trying to think of what Beetle is in Spanish. Beetle. Uh, beetle in Spanish. Oh, Escarabajo. Escara. Escarabajo. E S C A R A B A J O. What if she just? What if she doesn't speak Spanish and we're just insinuating she does? What? Oh, and Blue B. If she doesn't speak Spanish, the, the, there's the, no fucking at, point. Yeah, if Abuelita doesn't speak Spanish and it's all and she's just she only knows yeah, English, then we, like of, then we look like a bunch of we look like a bunch of assholes. Uh, I'm sure she does. I mean, literally, the fucking movie could have been called Sanchez. The movie, it's it's fucking apparent that it's nothing but yeah. See, Jamie Reyes starring alongside uh, again a bunch of Hispanic actors. Where's uh, I'm looking for like <laughs> fucking yeah, directed by Angel Manuel Soto. Stars Zolo Maraduena in the title roles as Alter Eagle, Jamie Reyes. Like, they literally could have just called this Spanish the movie. Mexicans the movie. No, it's it's Jaime. It's not Jaime. It's not Jamie. It's Jaime. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jaime. I know. I know Jaime. that. <laughs> Jaime. No, it is. That's what they, they call, call him. Jaime? In, um, they call him Jaime in, um, what's the game? Injustice and everything, too. Yeah, Rudy Reyes, Milagro Reyes. So it's Jaime. Okay, well, I'll have to remember that. Jaime. Jaime. Or they call him Jamie. And, dude, we can have a drinking like, game if we watch it together. We can, how many times they say mijo? Oh, take a shot. We're going to be dead. Like, you want you want a drinking game that will kill you. The uh, Avatar The Last Airbender movie that came out a while ago that was fucking awful. Every time they say, the M. Night Shyamalan every time movie? they say ung, you take a drink. They never say ang in that about- movie. I'm like, what if they say? Yeah, I'm like, what if they say? Never say Ang. 
nobody ever says Aang. I've seen that movie so many What's times, it? and they, they all say Ung. You've seen it so many times? I have seen it like three or four times, dude. <laughs> Well, I, why would you I did I wanted to, I remember first seeing it and was like this is so bad. And then I think like some girl I went on a date with was like let's let's go see it and it was she's like I really love okay. the show and I was kind of like I know it's I know it's bad but like hey there's a girl. We saw it and it was obviously yes. terrible. Um I had to rewatch it for a review on something. And then I think like I had one more time where I think I revisited after so many years because I was like, this can't be as bad as I'm remembering because maybe it's just my hormones and it's a it's a bad movie. Was that the Shyamalan twist? It was that it was actually very bad. Uh, I think so, to be honest, there's because there's no twist in there. Um, and then they pretty much condensed. Uh, I think like they took away a shit ton of Four plot seasons? points, yeah, and condensed it as one movie. <laughs> Like how yeah, the whole book of water, the whole book of water was condensed to like an hour and forty yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like how in the uh, the Dark Tower series, how we talked about um, how after we saw the movie and how bad it was, we were talking about. I read an article was that was saying books. that it was supposed to do two things in ninety minutes, and that is condense the entire series as one book, and then after you're condensing a whole series of books into a 90 minute movie. It's also trying to be a sequel to those, to these books. <laughs> it was just like, you're not going to win in any sense with trying to do that. You're doing too much shit. It's, it's yeah. It's uh, always something when you get these movies. Yeah. And that's mostly just because of are... the, the, the writers and uh, like the studios are, are trying to stick with formulas. They'd rather go with formulas that work. And then they, they stop taking the risk that got them to where they are in the first place. And then that's why the shit gets fucking, uh, dried up. And then that's why we don't have good movies for a long time is because everyone's trying to do that. Like it's happening with Marvel slowly. It's DC's going to do movies now. And eh, that's, I mean, that's just in general, Westerns were the hot thing until about, God, the 60s or 70s when they started to dry up and then everything started more taking a more urban approach and slowly but surely it feels like Westerns are slowly kind of trying to come back into the mainstream. That's why I'm like, bring them back because it's like, it's something different. It's not something different, but it's like, it'll revitalize the movie market. Like, uh, I don't know if you heard this. Um, I read this, I was on break today and the source, I don't know if it was like Screen Rant or whoever, but with the upcoming Marvel's movie yeah. coming out, um, it's projected that they're supposed to make $70 million on opening weekend, and the budget for the film was $219 million. Oof. So it's supposed to open less than the, uh, I think, uh, than the Eternals, which is the lowest like opening movie from that Marvel's had in the past couple yeah. of years. And it's like... And also, if you want, well, do, if you want quick math to essentially make your money back from any movie, you have to double it just because whatever your production budget is, you double that because that's what they're going to pay towards the advertising of said movie. Yeah. And you have to make that just to break even. So, you know, it's a, well, yeah, they're project. It's, it's projected based on early ticket sales that they're not even halfway yeah. to the original budget. So it's kind of now a mix of things just because, Marvel has not been on a good streak recently. 
Um, like all their movies have been so kind of mid what we've been trying to get out of, but now there's just more comic book characters and people that people would not know unless you're very hardcore. Um, and it's been pretty stagnant, which, which sucks, but they're trying to, I think they're still trying to figure out exactly what, cause it just feels like there's no end game to all this. Like those first, uh, those said first it. few movies and everything, it built up to something big. And now it's just kind of, uh, hey, we got him. Well, it's like, give us King the Conqueror and give us the Secret yeah. Wars. And that's all we need. I mean, that's all we need. Here's my, And I, I've talked to you about this, and I've talked to other people that are like, don't you like Star Wars? I'm like, yeah, Star Wars is cool. Until I had to play every video game. Until I had to get Disney+. Plus. Until I had to watch all the shitty shows on Cartoon Network that I didn't pay attention to. Until I have to get all these Disney Plus shows that I I don't care about. And then I have to like the sequels in order to relate to the Disney Plus shows to get Star Wars. And it's like, okay, fuck that. I like the original movies. I'll keep the nine movies there are. And Rogue One was good. And then I did like Solo as well. Solo was fun. I didn't take it serious. I thought it was going to be shit when we saw it, and it was way better than oh, I yeah. thought. That's what I thought too. Um, and then same thing with the Marvel. Exactly, we go on this you know ten fifteen year process. Nice, and then they try to come out strong with uh, Spider Man, whatever Far From Home or right. Yeah, was that Far no, From it Home? Was, yeah, with what, the, with like all the villains, with the, the crossover. Yeah, the crossover. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um... Homecoming was the first movie with Tom Holland, then it was No Way Home. Yes. Or no, then it was Far From Home, then it was No Way Home. No Way Home. So No Way Home was the big one. Yeah, with all right? the previous Spider-Man. Like yeah, where every theater in America was sold out for like two weeks oh, yeah. straight. Yeah. It's it's like, yeah, like that was awesome. That's cool. And we're gonna see what happens. And then And then they did Morbius. Doctors <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. It was really good, uh, and then you, Doctor you know Strange. What was great though was just like Sony. I we've talked. I think we've talked about this before, but Sony mistook the meme of shitting on Morbius to essentially re-release it for a week, and then when they re-released it, I think it did worse than when it first came out. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then, then people were trying to start another meme of, "Hey, we were all busy that weekend. Please, Sony, re-release for another week in theaters." <laughs> And then um, so I think when it went to streaming services, I have not. I think it was on Netflix for a second. Uh, it was actually trending like number three in the world or n- number three in America. And I'm like, I guarantee you, they all turned it off when um, Matt Smith just did the five minute workout dance. What was that vampire? I, face. <laughs> I can't. Huh? Like, there's some movies where I question shit, and I'm like, this is this is dumb. At that movie, that I think I've said this before, but that point was just like a fuck this movie. Have Have you ever had one of those? Like I've had that many a times before with with other movies, to where there's something that happens to where you're just like fuck this movie. It, nothing it says or does. I don't care if like the it ends with saying I won a million dollars and they they call your name personally. This movie will not make mm-hmm. me enjoy it on any level from this point on. Have you Have um, you ever had that? Yeah. The- the ear dance man in the simulated stomach blow job from uh Crimes of the Future, dude. That was hilarious. Like it was not. It dude, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? 
First off, it okay, was here's when I thought started to get when I got when I kind of got wishy washy. Like I don't know what to think about this movie. You know, like the breakfast chair they sat in. Yeah, it was like in that times the people. How how it like moves side to side and you're trying to eat with the spoon and you miss your face every fucking time. I was like, I mean, that was like the first fifteen minutes, and I was like, yeah, and he dances like okay, what the he fuck? dances like fucking Squidward. I'm trying to like play the uh, at Squidward at the talent show, and it just goes from it's like a beautiful day at the park, and then it cuts. To, Yeah, it was that kind of music. It's just this guy with so many ears on his body. And that'll be a damn review in and of itself when I feel like being pissed off. But that movie, I'm trying to think of like a a, a movie everyone else has seen. Um, that they like, like a, a big name movie. Uh, what that uh, everybody likes, or? Not everyone likes, but like one that like a, a a good amount of people have seen, but I don't like. Um, they don't have to like like people don't like. It could be like overall hated. I'm just trying to think of another example, but like I checked out of a movie, Strangers Two: Pray at Night. There was a point in that movie where I was like, "Fuck this." Um, but I think it was just the whole movie in general that made me mad. I I would have to rewatch it. it, I, it I've been traumatized for five years and I haven't watched it again. <laughs> We uh, um, yeah, mine was uh, was Jupiter ascending to where I think it was like the last within the last half hour to an hour. I think it was past the halfway point, but there's one point to where all these people. It, the whole movie should have been better than what it was because it. Ha- I like the ideas, but at one point, like one of the, there's these guys are on a ship and they're trying to get someone out, I believe, and they're like Mister Thing, like Mister Something, thrusters high, and they cut and it's a fucking guy in a. Uh, that has like an elephant face and uh, and he is just uh, and he like pushes the ship like fucking Sulu on Star Trek and like goes to full full throttle <laughs> and he does the fu- he does the like the elephant and it was just kind of like I'm out I, this movie's so stupid or uh, or Aquaman like how it was uh, the, when we saw the fucking octopus banging the war drums uh, I turned to you and I just said F- I'm fucking done this movie is so stupid oh. Adam uh, Adam came with us to see that, and then uh, the title card uh, was because um, you know we're swimming through the ocean for the opening credits, and the title card came up as a school of fish that spelt out Aquaman, and my brother's like, "This movie's gonna be shit," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, he knew immediately from the title card. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, but." Choice, choice words. This movie's gonna be I, shit. I I'm felt like, like it went too hard and taking itself seriously with like a fucking live action SpongeBob movie, but instead of like poking fun at itself, it really took itself seriously, like like fucking Dark Knight serious. <laughs> it's like, what am I watching? It's like, yeah, Aquaman, you can't we get it, yeah, he's a hero, but and the thing is, cause they do it again in the trailer for the second one. The desert is it plays a part in Aquaman's powers. Like, get the hell out of here! Yeah, that was dumb. That was really dumb. That whole movie, I just was not a fan of. I do hope the second one does pretty good. It looks like it's a cool story with the dark trident or the dark magic. I'm like, all right, that could be cool. Yeah, the uh, going back to uh, 
uh, fucking Doctor Strange. I think what sucks is just they never fully went off into what the sequel should have been. And uh, that's what mm-hmm. sucks because the se- the first one had such a good setup for that one guy turning on everything. And then they tried to add it in along with fucking Scarlet Witch being the, the villain. And it was kind of a, ah, you're trying to do way too much here, bro. And once again, it's another thing where I have to watch Disney Plus. I have to watch all the Marvel shows to get some references in the movies. And it's like now, and that's another thing with the whole kind of going back to the like this Marvel's predicted flop. It's not like it's a bunch of women characters. It's not because people said like WandaVision on Disney Plus is like one of the highest watched shows on their platform. And it's not like a woman as a lead or as a villain or whatever. But it's just like no one's interested or it's over. It's just too oversaturated. the market well, that, in all the movies it's just oversaturated. that in the first movie i was i i enjoy but i don't think it's great and i think that that's partially because like it's it's trying to make her into a female tony stark instead of being whatever captain marvel is because like i feel like i don't know what captain marvel is and they're trying to do they're trying to make her too much of the forefront when she's just gone for the rest of the series and that's kind of what i hate is it feels like captain marvel doesn't have her own character besides girl power and i watched miss marvel and miss marvel's fucking great dude i I really enjoy miss marvel the the problem is just with with captain marvel herself again it just it feels so generic it feels so like if you were to give uh (laughs) like if you were to give it to people that just don't know how to how to like write women or just don't know how to, how to write in general. Like they're just like, so she's a girl. We got to have girl power scenes. All right. All right. All right. And those are fine, but that, but they try to make it to where that's the point of the plot. And that's when it kind of gets like, it feels, it feels too pandering. And then it just, it comes off as we don't know how else to write it except for this should be girls should really like, which is like, and once again, Nothing wrong with that, but let her be a person, oh, yeah. you know, or let her be a character. It doesn't like have to be like I'm all woman, not in a, not in like a shitty way. Maybe I'm maybe I'm saying the words wrong, but I think you understand what I'm saying. It's like, yes, she's a powerful woman, hero, inspiration to millions of girls and women out there. Understood. Yeah. But let her like don't make that her whole personality. Let her be an individual. Oh, yeah. No, completely agree. I mean, hell, man, look back at Ripley and Aliens. You know what I mean? Like. Ripley was somebody who got fucked over by, and I'm going to aliens because the first one, she was just kind of there and it was just, she's trying to survive. So like that, you know, that's taken away the horror trope. And it's like, so now you have a woman who has been screwed over by the same corporation twice and is essentially under their control, has to go back now on a planet full of shit. She just barely dodged in the first movie. And then on top of that, like she, as she's trying to get out of there, she's trying to save this little girl who was just randomly there. You know, like shit like that. That's what makes characters or stories like stop making the character, the story themselves, unless the character is is like they have a good story. And it just it feels like they're trying to be too generic or too uh, broad to do anything interesting that I feel could be there. I mean, and it's, it's okay to like it's hell true. have I, I've I had brought this up when I had reviewed Captain Marvel on the other podcast I had, but. It's like, have her be like just this 
a superhero who cuts guys' dicks off. Like, that's the whole thing is just she cuts guys' dicks. She just cuts them off. Like, have her do that. I Like, that's fine. Have it to all the girl power shit you can. But don't, but, uh, like, don't do it to a point to where it's like a wink and a nod. And it's kind of like, hey, because we're women, right, girls? Because it doesn't, it doesn't work. Like, just have her be badass. Like, just that's all you have exactly. to do. And, and just, have her be a cool character. They're trying too fuck it. They're just trying too hard. And that just, it sucks. And once again, it, 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 it also, I was going to say, it doesn't help that, once again, I'm not a huge expert on it, but from what I understand is that Captain Marvel herself is like the most powerful like superhero character. Yeah. Like she's mega overpowered. That like she, when she came back to Endgame or whatever, she could have like single-handedly ended oh, it yeah. all. Like by herself. See, and why would you... From what I understand, from what I yeah. understand, I have I'm not super in like knowledgeable about it all, but from what I understand is like she has the power of like the whole universe, yeah. and uh, she can destroy everything. But they're like, we can't do that because all the other heroes will look like chumps. It's like, actually, can you? That'd be awesome yeah. in like a alternate Cause, reality. Because I mean, something. then every time she would come on screen, you'd kind of like second guess like is she is she like doing this for her own like because she really does mean to help or is she like going you know going evil because i mean fuck like that's a beautiful problem to have if like some god is too powerful because i mean going back to wrestling but 2020 during the pandemic when you had uh john moxley defending his title against darby allen who was just kind of like a a up-and-comer at the time who really you knew was going to lose the match and the whole point of john moxley's promo and match after that was just kind of how he wants to give Darby a fighting chance. And, uh, and he wants to like see and test his own metal as to how good he can, but he's trying not to, he knows that he's going to destroy him in a one-on-one. So it's kind of like you have, you have a problem right there built in of somebody too powerful for their own good. Like that could be interesting as hell. Mm-hmm. But. And then I also, it's, it's just, Oh, no, I just, I also hate that it looks like they brought, uh, I think it was the crawl from, uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Cause it looks like he's back in this movie. So I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I hate, I hate that, that, that it feels like nobody's ever dead in Marvel movies now. It is just like Nintendo of, we'll see you next time. I think that's kind of my problem well, now do- is just like there are too many franchises that are, Again, they play it safe because they want an overarching villain and then it adds to later movies and they focus on they don't really like have a plan. They just know that we have this movie to focus on and then we have two more because apparently this movie's already tracking well. So they're kind of like they're, they're well, quick, well, Quicksilver's been dead since the beginning, just saying. Quicksilver? Uh Scarlet Witch's brother, right? Yeah, 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 you're right. He's been dead since like the second Avengers. In the so. yeah, it's been kind of a thing of bringing him back and and not apparently like they now own the rights, but I don't know if they're going to bring him back because they uh, the guy who played Quicksilver in the Fox movies um, is actually in Wandavision as like a uh, as a like red herring to to people. Because everybody, like, because they saw that he had a guest spot on there. They're like, holy shit, Quicksilver's going to be introduced into Marvel. 
And when he showed up, you just found out that he was just some like lame, shitty actor brought in when you find out the conspiracy of everything. Hmm. Interesting. Ah. Well, what I what I think we should do right now is we should take a break and get into one of the original universe movies with Grindhouse, and uh, we should talk Machete after a quick little break. Yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll come back. I'm actually happy that we need a break because I need to uh, take my laundry out. Oh well, there you go. All right, folks. Uh, it'll be a second for you, and it'll be a little bit for us. But uh, coming back. We are sharpening up with Machete. We'll be back. All right, everybody. We are back, and we are discussing the Grindhouse spinoff of Machete. With uh, so really quick, I just wanted to say something. Um, you remember? So we had talked about Crimes of the Future and how he has, uh, how like the main character. Uh, fucking um, Viggo Mortensen has like a tr- trouble swallowing, and I forget what the exact thing is called. It's like something to phobia or something like that. Okay. Um. Anyways, I bring it up just because I found out that there is. Uh, let me see. Sorry, I'm trying to remember the. Uh, oh, dis dysphagia, dysphagia. I believe. Okay. I bring it up because, like, apparently I have that problem with pills because uh, there were, like, quite a few times to where uh, I take my pills. I have to take them, like, twice a day, so when I wake up and when I sleep. And uh, the one that's for some ongoing issues that I have, turns out that if you swallow the pills and if you're not, like, at an upright angle for about, like, five to ten minutes... So it could get stuck there, and then what'll happen is just like your body won't necessarily swallow it; it'll just reject it. So essentially, you have like a like just powder in your mouth, and you just you cough up a shit ton of powder. And I've had that happen so many times. Like I'm fucking LeBron James doing the oh the open. doing the uh, the thing before the pregame. Nice to where like yeah, I was just <laughs> that happened to me. I think like this this past week because I. Uh, I was like, all right, I'm not feeling well, but I'm taking my usual pills. And I take them, and then I'm like, ah, all right. So now that I'm doing that, I'm just going to kick back and watch something on TV. And I just, like, laid back. All of a sudden, like, I just... Uh, <laughs> and then just out of nowhere, it was just like a puff of powder. <laughs> like, fucking Looney Tunes, most ass shit ever to where I just... I spit powder, and it was like I... Like somebody shot me in the mouth in like a twenties silent movie and just had the, the the smoke coming out and just the powder was just and then you just hear the oh, yeah somebody powdered your nose with a giant makeup brush <laughs> yeah exactly it just came just came out my whole mouth and then all of a sudden like my hands are just are just filled with talcum powder like I'm about to fucking lift five thousand pounds nice man well. I hope you don't refer to eating plastic like in that movie. I uh, see. I'm, we're not going to review that movie. I can't wait till we re- review that movie. I'm so that movie makes me so mad. Crimes of the Future just makes me so mad. I want to see it with somebody who hasn't seen it or somebody who thinks it's great because I do want to hear the other side. Yeah, I think we should see it with someone that, yeah, like that doesn't associate with the show, and then bring them on the show. No, I agree. I want somebody that really does. Love that movie, because there are people. I don't know who, but there are people, and oh. I just want to know why they think it's so good. 
I do, I I'm at a loss for words. But we're doing we're doing machete now. Let's uh, yeah, we're going to machete, and it's a lot of fun. I think uh, if you're taking this movie as a serious like piece, don't um, just have fun with. I think with all these grindhouse movies, you have to just have fun with them. Yeah, you don't have you don't, I, you don't have to break them down. You don't. It's like do you want to see someone blow up. It's like yeah, I do. Do you want to see hot babes? Yes, of course. And it's like all right, then just chill out, watch this movie, and be an American. That's how I feel watching these grindhouse films. Yeah, and my uh, even though the next movie we're reviewing after this is Canadian, um, the, uh, <laughs> I the one still, thing I can still I... feel American. <laughs> I uh, the one thing that I um I I just didn't like this movie when I was younger when it first came out because I remember seeing it and was disappointed and I think because like I was expecting Machete to be the whole movie you know not for it to deal with some uprising and shit like that like that's I now I have no problem with it and I really enjoy it but I remember enjoying the sequel more because that's what I thought a Machete movie was going to be to where it is just focused on Danny Trejo like the whole time mm mm-hmm. mhm and that, that was like one of the problems that I had with this one was just it was when it first came out was just I just wasn't a fan. Like some of the stuff I thought was funny to, uh, to where he uh, he does like the diehard thing. But with this guy's intestines, yeah, goes down to another floor like that shit was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but my um, and I was like, OK, I like all the people that they're bringing in and I like what they're trying to do. But there was something that didn't click and. Now rewatching it, I don't know if it's because like I understand Grindhouse more, or just maybe times passed, or I'm older, but it certainly is way better than I remember it being. And I think I might like it more than Machete Kills because I can't remember Machete Kills too much. Um, this was my first time ever seeing it, and uh, I had no idea how star-studded the cast of this movie is. Yeah. I mean, so we have Danny Trejo as Machete. You have um, Michelle Rodriguez as, what her, what's her name? Her or something? Uh, she. Well, she. Because it's a take on Shay. Oh, yeah. So on Shay Guevara. On She. Um, Jessica Alba is a Homeland Security agent or a, an ICE agent. Uh, Robert De Niro is a congressman. I, what, I, I texted you. I was like, I forgot how like hot Jessica Marcel Alba like, Rodriguez are in this movie. I'm like, I'm like, they're so hot in this movie. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. Because, again, I, I think that that's, I don't know. <laughs> it was just kind of like, damn. I got like taken aback when I like, rewatched this movie. Like, holy shit. I'm like, Rob, I'm like, Robert De Niro has a part in this movie. A huge part in this movie. And I'm yeah. like, whoa. I'm like, Cheech, Cheech Marin's in it. And I'm like, yeah, Cheech Marin was also in Spy Kids. So was Danny Trejo. I was like, this is just and, like, I'm like, this whole movie reminded me just like of adult Spy Kids. Like, oh, yeah. for real. And, the, and like, the thing is, too, I think my problem was just at the time that was when it was, because it came out in 2010, which was still like the height of, you know, immigration reform and shit like that. Oh, so true. Yeah. It, it was very timely. And I think at that time, I guess. That was Obama. I was Obama trying was to take. Though. Yeah. And I think I was like trying to take away, um, like I I didn't. It's not that I didn't necessarily like the the commentary because now I find it very strong of like what this movie was trying to say. But I guess I just uh, maybe it's because it was so like forefront at that time. And it was just like the time of the moment was very heavily immigration focused, you know. Um, 
as opposed to how it is now when you can kind of look through it through a lens. But I still really, I really enjoy this movie way more now than I did back then. Oh, and probably one of the first films that brought her back, but Lindsay Lohan was in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, wasn't it like the, in the, like at the end or beginning of like mega drugged Lindsay Lohan, like where she was on definitely on the downslope, but like it made her, yeah, look, it yeah, made her she, look like a good character. She was trying to, um, like kind of come back around that time just because she did this and she was also trying to be, I'm trying to find her, uh, her filmography because she also did another movie. I believe it around this time. Am I, was it mean girls? Like mean girls was around that time, but that was her peak movie. No, it was actually the year before this, she did labor pains, which was, uh, a rom-com where she's pregnant. Um, and I think it was just for, uh, just for her lifetime. And then you know what she did before that? Hmm. I know who killed me, which was where she plays her twin who is somehow caught and uh she's trying to find out who's who killed herself later and she thinks it's a she thinks like it's a premonition, but she has like a twin and it fucking is sucks. Yeah, parent trap. Um uh no, okay. I was uh I was off by the movie that I thought she was in because twenty thirteen was where she was really trying to come back because okay. she had Scary Movie 5, she was a guest star, and she was in this movie called The Canyons, which I remember not really liking, because it was bad. Um, and then she's also in, in a, something called Inappropriate Comedy, which I know the movie, but it's not that good. It's it's pretty shit. Okay, so it was kind of still in her wheelhouse time then? Yeah, it was kind of like where she's trying to do things to kind of get known more, and it was feel, it felt like she was trying to like find herself more, because, yeah, before that was Labor Pains, and then after that was... Um, go back to that was just something called first point. Well, she did something called Lindsay Lohan, which it just says it's a short film. So she did like two short films. So yeah, this was kind of like on her way down and just, she still kind of has a name, but it's been slipping quite a bit. Hmm. Well, it was really, it was really nice to see her in this movie. Um, Oh yeah. Even though she has like no, (laughs) there's no point to her, but yeah. It was uh, no. It's, it's just, just kind of no, out it's of just, It's just more. No, her point is more hot babes, and then we'll get to the end scene when we get to it. But she was a huge part of that, and that was it. Um, no, but what, what's hilarious though is like she didn't even film most. I think she filmed like four four scenes or so. Which the first one being when she arrives at the house. Uh, she didn't. She didn't do the nude scene because that was already done in uh, Machete. They just reused the footage. Um, and then it was her drugged out in the in the car, and then waking up with her mom naked, and then it was her at the end, uh, like raising her fist as a nun. Like that was no, it. She's only filmed like the, four or five scenes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the scene we'll get into, but mm, that was cool. Yeah. So let's. Am I missing any other big stars? I don't. Re- I don't. Uh, I don't know the guy that initiated the hit. I don't recognize him. Like the assistant, the assistant, the assistant to the congressman or whatever. Yeah, he's Jeff. Um, excuse me, Jeff Fahey. He's done. He's done some other films. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what he's more, what he's best known for. Um, let me get to the IMDb because that's usually like the best one. Where they're like, yeah, he's known for this. Uh, he was he was in Lost for okay. quite a bit. Uh, Wyatt Earp as well as uh, the Lawnmower Man. So he was kind of like um. I don't want to say like a B movie actor, but he was just kind of like one of these guys to where he's, he's been around. He's definitely a veteran. 
and sure. he and he gets those roles to where they're like, hey, we need you to play this this uh, this guy straight, and it's just kind of like you got it. Sure, cool. All right, let's get into it. Y'all let you go, and uh, we'll get this movie going. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is so the movie is obviously about Danny Trejo, and it pretty much the if you haven't seen the trailer, the trailer spoils everything. So there's no. It's not about it literally. Him. It's about Machete. Yeah, exactly. So Danny Trejo plays Machete, who is this uh, immigration guy who it starts with him and his partner going to kill the powerful drug lord um, and who you find out is Steven Seagal. As they go there, he gets ambushed. Steven Seagal kills his his family, kills his wife in front of him. And then uh, and then Machete now is kind of thrown out of the country and is just taking like labor jobs uh on the side of the road for, for hardly any money in the States now. And is no longer a federale. Um, and then three years after that, he's, uh, he's roaming. And one of the guys like calls him in his car and he's kind of like, Hey, come over here. And they, he offers Machete a contract to, uh, to kill Robert De Niro's character, John McLaughlin. Um, and then I think he also offered him a green card. That's what I can't remember. See, I think that's, was... I, see, I remember, see, I remember that too. He offered him like citizenship or full papers or yeah, he offered him something to where it's like you'll be you'll be home amigo. And then um and then what happens is just while this is going on, we actually see Senator McLaughlin who's De Niro who is uh who's there's videotape of him shooting illegals crossing the country um with like all these white trash people and fucking Don Johnson is like the head of that kind of like white trash group. <laughs> Yeah, so they're like they're like a uh, a border militia that is taking out, um, like killing uh, Mexican immigrants that are crossing the border, and you could tell they're bad because they didn't shoot just the man, but they shot the pregnant woman. So it was like, and these guys, I mean, and then there are very very choice words used, um, like, well, if they have the baby here, along these lines, you know kind of very, very profane words. And it's like, oh shit, this movie is like kind of like how you were saying it's a time capsule back to the era of the the issue. And it was just oh, like yeah. it's like, damn, like people and there, there, there are there are literally people that think these thoughts too. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't I don't want to say it was the height of it because I felt like the height of it was for sure oh six to oh eight. But for sure twenty ten was still pretty like it was high up there on a lot of things because people you know were kind of tying it with uh with 911 and everything and you know i feel like 06 06 to 07 when it was that time of is bush going to get reelected or is it going to be obama and where we had like all these rallies happening in denver and stuff to where people were going to go we're marching for you know immigration reform like that's um oh. that's when i feel like that was the height of it but for sure 2010 it was still quite a hot button issue like it's it if Things have shifted more to in country now, but and it's still an immigration is definitely still one of the things up there, but it's not um, as big an issue as it was back then, uh, like thirteen years ago when the movie was. I was big. I was gonna say, would it be more oh four that it was big because Bush got reelected in oh four, and it was McCain and uh, Obama in oh eight. Yeah, I want to say that's why I was saying like maybe like oh six oh seven, just because usually like when things start. It is just like oh four. We were still kind of like the war on terror. Everyone was still in Iraq, and then once things kind of shifted to where they were saying that they're they're bringing terrorists in as illegals from Mexico, 
to in trucks. That's why we got to stop any sort of immigrants from crossing the border. It's because of America and freedom and we don't want terrorists here. I feel like that's when it started hitting like the highs because I do remember in uh, in 06, 07 that there was like a march down to Denver. And I, I remember it just because I was like actually going to go down there. Um, but something had stopped me. I forget what it was. Like my one of my friends, she and her cousin actually skipped school. Like they went to school and they were part of the walkout that went to school. They walked out and then went downtown on these buses and it was just all a whole like march about you know uh about immigrants hmm. and it wasn't the uh it wasn't the it was just trying to i think it wasn't like not to oh god how how the fuck do i put this it, it was it was for like less less uh strictness or something like yeah, that you know to what raise I mean? aware, like to raise of, awareness and yeah 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 and it wasn't it wasn't just there it was like so many other cities and i I don't know how, like, I remember that. I just, I do remember that. Like, as the big thing was just, it wasn't just Denver. It was a whole bunch of cities. And, like, my, you know, everyone was mostly, like, a bunch of high school kids that were doing this. But, like, that's just how big an issue that it was that I remember at that time. But, I mean, it's still, it still is pretty up there. But it's not as big as it was. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, Senator McLaughlin is out there with her. McLaughlin, whatever his name is. And he's taking shots with this, like, uh, super militant uh, militia group, and they're killing immigrants on the border. Once again, innocent people just crossing the border, and they're yeah. gunning them down. Pregnant women, children, men, yeah, and they, seniors. And they gun the, they gun the pregnant woman, and uh, they're just like, uh, how are you going to kill her? Like, she's pregnant. And then it's like, well, if that baby's born, it has the same rights as you and I. And then they just drive off, and you're like, God, what dicks? And they're like, well, yeah, doesn't he say? And he's like, and we can't have that some kind of yeah. backhand and I'm like damn so it it starts off well of just kind of like yeah these guys are the villains like there's no they they're just pieces of shit mm-hmm. and then um what happens from there is just it gives you a reason as to why machete could have like his cake and eat it too of he's killing a guy who hates his race and you know it's kind of like it feels too good to be true um and then when he's like off to shoot him that's when somebody else shoots him and the rest of the and I think like the next 45 minutes is just filled with machete going from, from place to place and getting, trying to get patched up as best as he can. Um, and then he learns about like the, the network, which hires like all these immigrants that you've been seeing throughout the movie. Um, and then you find out that pretty much it was all just a setup because they were trying to drag the Senator's numbers up from the guy that hired him because it was kind of like you get more sympathy points. That's going to, that's going to up the amount of like people donating and shit like that. And it was just like an insta win for everybody. So it was, it was always going to be a failed assassination attempt from the start. And even Machete even says, you know, I wasn't going to kill him. I was just going to shut him up so he doesn't have to talk all that trash. Mm-hmm. And then, I, don't know, I don't know why I think of like Machete as fucking Charles Barkley. Well, you know, Kenny, <laughs> I was going to shoot, I was going to shoot Coughlin. Those, he shot all the Mexicans. Those big old women down on the border. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot. Like he meets, he meets uh, she at you a. You gonna need two a, coffins for that baby at a food truck. Like, well, well <laughs> he keeps his money. Machete keeps the money. He's given the big cash. You gonna need two coffins, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. It's a lady. If, it's, if she's giving birth to a girl, four coffins. 
Dude, I've Go. uh, I know I was gonna say funny you bring up Charles Barkley. And we'll get back to Machete in a second, but I've been on this just huge just compilations of like NBA the the what is it in, inside the NBA just the the highlights and stuff, dude. And oh man, it's like the it's like the best thing on TV. Like it really is. Like just oh yeah, Shaq, Kenny, Chuck, and Ernie, just the best. best even group. if I don't watch the even if I don't watch the games, like I try and tune in for like the end of the shows. Just to just to see them just like fucking riff on each other. It's it's so I love that so much. It's just so it's like the best thing ever. Me and you send the memes or the videos we miss. Like it's so it's so much fun. Um but sorry, back to back to the movie. Um No yeah, so he keep, so pretty he, much like once he, he keeps the money from the hit, right? Like he's given like yeah, no, he doesn't get or... any Yeah, he doesn't have the money at all because it was just kind of a... Once you get, once you pull the hit, you'll get the money. But you know, obviously, he doesn't get the money. Oh well, I thought he did because didn't he give it to she? Remember, he gave her like, a briefcase. Uh, oh wait, yeah, because he went and he got. Um, he was he was going to be assassinated himself on the rooftop. Because that's why there were two shooters. He wasn't going to shoot the senator, like to kill him. He was going to just shut him up, like you said. But then Machete realized he's being set up. He looked down on like the rooftop below him, and then there was another gunman who took a shot at him and like struck him. So they were gonna collect their money if you he got he got killed. But then he dropped all that money off at the food truck for she to like upstart the revolution. I think yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I uh, you'll have to forgive me because I I don't remember too. But yeah, I do remember him giving money to she, and I I forget where it came from. But yeah, I think he went and he stole it because he. Oh. If I recall, like then he go. That's when he goes to the house and he fucks the the guy who <laughs> set him up, like the daughter <laughs> and the wife. He, oh man, yeah, what a how awkward. Oh man, that's just an awkward uh, encounter. But uh, oh, and then he's so cool. yeah, like he's cool with their security guards too. He doesn't kill them. He's cool with the two security guards. He's like, he's like, he's like I don't my care. Favorite, he's like, you here to do the lawn? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right. Uh, yeah. And the, the one, the, uh, the one back. security, one security guard is just, well, it's weird. You, you just let any Mexican with a lawnmower just go by anywhere. Like it just it could be any Mexican. They have a lawnmower. They get into anywhere. It doesn't matter. And then they're like, you know, maybe we should think about this. And then they turn around and fucking Machete's there and beats them the hell up. And my then, favorite little. My favorite mini story is one of the guards, how his whole thing is just kind of like, he's like, oh, I don't have anything against Mexicans at first. And then later, like, he starts defending him a bit. And then when Machete is about to just kill him with a with a weed whacker, he's like, I give up. <laughs> it's like, I quit. <laughs> I think he hands him the gun or he puts the gun down and just walks off. Yeah, he, he, like, like, he, like, he like ties him to the front door. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, please don't kill me, I give up. And he's like... And then Machete kind of gives him like an approval nod, like "You're all right in my book," and then just leaves him stuck to the door. And it's like I love it. I was like, that's why I was like, yeah, I like that. I'm like, he was pretty, he was cool with the security guards. Uh, Cheech, I love and movies. Then, I was gonna say, is Cheech Marin? He's a priest in this movie, but is he Machete's brother or cousin or something? Or oh uh, yeah, he's his brother. Yeah, and this is where you see in the in the trailer where. Cheech Marin's a priest with like double dual wielding shotguns. Yeah, and it's like father. Like, God father, doesn't. He's like a, God forgives. I don't. He's like, yeah, you're a man of God. You can't do this. And then yeah, exactly. 
but yeah, it's pretty much then his, uh, then it becomes this kind of back and forth to where slowly people get killed by, um, the guy who hired Machete and, uh, and then the, the drug Lord who's played by Steven Seagal, like is finds out that he's still alive and that he didn't, he's not dead somewhere. So I, then he I gets keep, called up. I keep forgetting about Steven Seagal's character. Yeah. I, oh, he's, and he's so fucking fat. So like, he's a, he's, he's a fat Steven Seagal and he yeah. is, is like, Hey compadre, you are no longer my amigo. Uh, <laughs> because, and he tries to, he tries to put on, he goes in, in, in and out of an American and Hispanic accent. Oh, it's he, the he, shittiest. He, he's it's like, so great. He's like, hey, amigo, how about we get some uh, comida at the casa? Uh, and, then, <laughs> and, then after, and, he's like, and then afterwards, we'll settle our differences. It's like, wh- what the hell happened to your voice in the middle of that take? Like, what? we're just going to leave it in? But I think it's part of it being the kind of movie it is. It's silly. It's not serious. And they're just like, fuck it. Whatever. Roll with it. Yeah, and, and also, apparently, too, there's uh, one of the... Uh, Oh, excuse me. It, Steven Seagal's a weird fucking guy. I don't. I have to bring this up because I, have you ever heard of like his horror story from hosting SNL? Uh, kind of. I've heard he's. One so, of the, I've heard he's the worst guest host ever. Yeah, there. Um, there was one. There's one story I want to bring out, and I'm trying to find it really quick. To where? Okay, this is an article from. Oh, what the fuck is this called? UltimateClassicRock.com, which great that they have. Nice, <laughs> good source. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, but Seagal made it himself. So yeah, he was. Where am I? So yes, it says still Seagal did himself no favors from the moment he arrived from the weaker ride into rehearsals leading up to the episode. He didn't want to go along with what the plan was that week. Uh, David Spade had revealed in his book Live from New York the complete uncensored history of Saturday Night Live. As a result, I think that was the first week that I heard talk about replacing the host and just doing a cash show. They pitched some of their ideas on mon- on uh, at their Monday meeting, and he gave some of his own sketch ideas and uh, recalled fellow cast member Julia Sweeney. And some of his sketch ideas were so heinous, so hilariously awful, it was like we were on candid camera. One pitch in particular left Sweeney dumbfounded. He had this idea that he's a therapist, and he wanted Victoria Jackson to be a patient who'd just been raped. And the therapist says, Jeez. you're going to have to come to me twice a week for like three years because he said that's how therapists are they're just trying to get your money what the and then fuck? he says the psychiatrist tries to have sex with her oh dude uh and then i bring it up to i bring up this horror story because there's plenty more the the whole you should look at the whole saga to where steven seagal i believe says he invented mma or he's some fucking sensei and tried to train some UFC fighters and it's fucking hilarious because those guys just are terrible. But <laughs> anyways, uh, I bring it up because apparently on this movie, one of the props guy, there's like this props guy who has a YouTube, he was the props guy on there and he was saying that Seagal didn't want a regular size machete because it was so small for him. So that machete that he has in the movie is actually uh, like a custom one because that's how Seagal wanted it. <laughs> I think, and I think it was what's absolutely fucking funny, and what's really hilarious about this the the fight, the machete fight, is that he loses in like two seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's so but bad. He, t- he was he was bitching about he was bitching about it, and he got to be in a fight scene that lasted like four seconds, like for real. 
Yeah, there's a there's an old like Seagal movie I think from '01, and I remember seeing it because I was a big fan of Jaw Rule, and Jaw Rule is the co is the fucking second billing, and it's there. So it's kind of like they're stuck in a prison that gets raided because they're trying to save some villain in there, but then Seagal and Jaw Rule are the ones who are fighting back <laughs> to take over the prison to stop the bad guys. It was called Half Past Dead. I think we gotta we gotta watch that for the show. Okay. That whole the DMX Jaw Rule time of movies was was fantastic. Like Exit Wounds was so terrible, but it had some cool ideas and action scenes. Yeah, I'm but done. anyways, I'm done checking it out. But yeah, uh, I don't think Cradle to the Grave with Jet Li and DMX was. <laughs> I remember liking it as a kid, and then watching it later, is like the fuck is this? Sometimes you gotta let childhood movies lie. You're like, yeah, there's like, a, there's okay. a big thing at that time with like rappers and and like movies, which are great that they were gonna do that. Like, fuck, like Romeo Must Die, <laughs> but like, but then for some reason, like they tried to write them as how, how actors would play them. They don't want to try and write them like like how they write The Rock now. You know what I mean? Like to where he's just a big badass. <laughs> it was just like, all right, so you're DMX, but your name's Jim, and in this movie, you're gonna play a heartbroken lover who's trying to win back his ex-wife. It's like, no, this is not fucking, like, Oscar bait. Like, we just need DMX to be acting badass. Like, that's it. Yeah, like, pretty please. Just be, yeah. Over the top. Be fun. But anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to... But anyways, what happens is just... uh, So Machete, essentially... uh, His brother gets killed after uh, an assassin that's hired... Uh, goes to try and take down Machete and his brother at the church, but uh, they kill everyone but Machete. Um, and then later at the at the uh, the finale of the movie, that's when the network, just a whole bunch of immigrants, start to rise up against the uh, against like all those white trash people that were in the beginning of the movie. And it's just this huge ass like ten to fifteen minute like action scene of of just like of just Mexicans destroying white people. It's be- it's some of the most beautiful things ever put to film ever. And then uh, De Niro gets uh gets shot down uh like an immigrant like at the beginning of the movie. Um because he runs away in like this immigrant garb and uh Oh he and he, and he falls into a an electric fence so he can't talk or speak. Yeah. And he I'm, gets shot down by more of those white power groups that are out there. Yeah the uh, ones and that then is, the ones that he escaped the giant brawl. The bra- the giant yep. brawl was fun. Everyone got a chance to be on screen, and um, Lindsay Lohan comes out as a nun because she was naked in the church, so she puts on a nun's clothes. She shoots De Niro, but doesn't kill him, and then and then they he dies later on. But um, and then yeah, the- and then uh, just ends with Jessica Alba pulling him over, and then she gets on the back of his motorcycle, and they drive off in the sunset. Yeah, and then oh, and then the whole like revolution begins. Everyone raises a machete. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, it says Machete will return, and Machete kills, and Machete kills twice, or whatever the third yeah, movie. Yeah, uh, machete, machete kills, and Machete kills again, which and, never, which uh, never with, came to be, right? Uh correct. And there's actually a, uh, uh, there might be talk of it actually still happening, but the whole joke is just so. We'll probably get to Machete Kills, but uh, the cast is still, like, great in that movie, because it is just... So, it, they they do just bring... And not to mention that I believe Machete is a Spy Kids movie. 
like it is in the same universe as well as Grindhouse. Oh, you, but what? Um, I'll have to find that out. But in Machete Kills, this is who they have as the thing. So you got Alexa Pena, uh, Mel Gibson, uh, fucking so Amber Heard's in there, uh, Sofia Vergara, Charlie Sheen is the president, Lady Gaga's in it, Antonio Banderas, Cuba Gooding Jr., Vanessa Hudgens, and then uh, a few more like really good actors that are in that movie. I'm going to have to watch it in my free time. Yeah, I mean, hell, we could probably review it at the end after Thanksgiving. Like, I could be the... We just carry on. Or we, could, we just carry or we do Machete it. Kills, and then we do Thanksgiving. Nah, 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 nah. I like, our, I like our thing. We can do Machete Kills as a fun thing later on. Yeah. We'll probably, probably, probably start December, yeah? We'll see. We'll talk. Okay, yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I brought that up because at the end of Machete Kills, they're like, Machete Kills, like, like Machete will return, and Machete Kills again in space and then that's when it is just like he has a machete that's like a lightsaber and it's just star wars in space but with machete <laughs> he's trying to like overthrow some evil person who they say is played by leonardo dicaprio who plays the man in the iron mask but this guy doesn't unmask for the whole trailer you don't get that oh my god it is dicaprio it is just some guy that they say is leonardo dicaprio <laughs> and they have like a lightsaber fight with machetes hmm Dude, I I really did like this movie. On like on your on your on this watch through, what did you what did you think? You said you kind of you kind of enjoyed it a little bit better than the first time you liked it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's just because like I went into it not I don't want to say not expecting as much, but I knew what it was. And again, I think I was going in expecting it to be Machete the whole time, to where. It wasn't going to follow multiple viewpoints and shit like that. Like, it is just, we're getting Machete, he's just going to go and kick a bunch of ass, and it's like a 90-minute fucking Death Wish-type movie where it is just him killing and all that stuff. And you do get that for, but it's not, like, the majority of the, it is the majority of the movie, but barely. Because the rest does follow, you know, like, immigration and and stuff like that. And I, I think it plays better now than when I had first seen it. And that's just because I wasn't expecting that from the movie when I first saw it. Awesome. Well, I'm glad so I, I really enjoyed it. Like the trailer itself in the movie, it takes up maybe like 45 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you could say an hour if you want to include the final gun battle that has everything going on, but the actual immigrant story is maybe like 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes or so. And you know, it's, um, I definitely enjoyed it more now. And and again, maybe that's just because like, I, I appreciate the the culture more or maybe like I I've gotten into it more and like, I have been learning a lot more Spanish and kind of like looking into my heritage when it comes to stuff. But uh, you know, cause I have changed quite a bit from 13 years ago. So uh, I really do like it a lot more and feel like it plays a hell of a lot better now. Um, and again, maybe that's just my own personal viewing, but uh but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and um, yeah, hopefully you guys did too if you watched it. Yeah, it is a fun movie, and like I said, I watched it sick and everything, and you know, in the middle of it, and it, it brightened my day. So if those kind of movies, like action movies, silly, goofy, um, with a decent passable story, like if that gets you, like if that's something you're interested in or something you want to put on, I do. I'm not saying put it on in the background. I think you should watch this movie all the way through, but. I recommend it. Like it's just it's just fun. Like you can have a good like bring like your friends can come over, you guys can watch watch together, laugh, 
It's a good. See, I, I, my, think it, I think it's a good movie night watch. Like it's just fun. Yeah, and, and my thing was like I expected it to be kind of in the vein of the '80s movies, like buddy cop movies. But it is just Machete as a singular guy to where again he's just kicking ass left and right, and it's just about him. Who fucking cares about anything else? It is just about him. But then, but then it got a little too modern, and I think that was my problem at the time. Was I felt it didn't mesh up those themes as well, but. Looking at it now, it, it really is. I really enjoy it a hell of a lot more than I did. Yeah, I thought it was uh, great. Well, good. Thought it was good. It's not great, but I thought it was pretty good. It's great. Graders. Um, well, that's a that's all I got. Me too, folks. And uh, fun week this week. And uh, next week we're doing another real crazy, uh, crazy film with Hobo with the Shotgun. 20, yeah, I'm excited. 2011, 2012. I don't remember. Uh, 2011, 2011. So it'll be, it'll definitely be something. Um, but you can follow us on Instagram at Shovelbox Podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at AlexFlayus92 and on Letterbox at AlexV1021. Oh uh, yeah, I'm at Crow303 on Instagram and Letterbox. All right, folks, have a have a good week and have a have a fun week, safe week, and we'll talk to you next time. So long and good night, folks. That's what's happening with the Big Dog and Shufflebox. And as the Rogue Man says, now here's what's happening in your neck of the woods.